Yo, yo, yo. What's good, everyone? Welcome once again to the Fantasy Breda podcast with me, the Breda, a.k.a. Rory. On this show, we talk about NFL fantasy football, and occasionally, we will touch on some current events. But you know what? It's playoff time. So we're going to scrap. We're not going to talk about anything besides fantasy football. All right, so welcome to this fantasy playoff edition of the podcast. You know, little kids, they have Christmas morning. They wake up and they're like, oh, what did we get? Right? Um, Wives and, you know, or wags, (laughs) wives and girlfriends. They say, okay, you know, I would like to go to the mall, do some shopping, do a nice relaxing pedicure or manicure or whatever. But for us, guys and gals who play fantasy, this is our (laughs) equivalent, all right? This is our Christmas morning. The fantasy playoff is why we play, because we're playing, we play to win. (laughs) We play to win the game. And we're finally here, so hopefully the ones that are listening, you guys made it in. I mean, I know I did in some of the leagues. I'll tell you guys about that. And um, if you didn't, thanks for listening anyway. All right, but it's our time of year, and this is a really great time. All right, so as always, welcome to my new listeners, those from Facebook, those who follow me on Twitter. Um Thanks for checking out this show. Uh, you can find me wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, my name is just one word. It's fantasy. B-R-E-D-D-A. All right. If you like what you hear, just follow the show and subscribe. You know, like I said, it's once a week. And if you like what you hear, just come back and check me out. All right. So, like I said, on this episode, it's the fantasy playoff edition all right and let me update you guys and how my season went um for those of you who have listened to me before you know i have seven teams and i actually made the playoff in five of the seven teams and three first place finishes all right but unfortunately i didn't make it in my home league which is you know a big disappointment obviously the home league is where you really wanted to shine didn't happen team was okay it was a good team but for whatever reason whether whether through injuries or ill-fated trades <laughs> right for whatever reason i missed the playoff by one game um on the final week i had to win to get in and I didn't win so congratulations to my league mates who made it in and to everyone that's listening, congratulations to you if you made it in. But, you know, we have to push forward. The ones that didn't make it in, we're going to try to see if we can bring home some um, some um, silverware. All right. So another thing I want to mention or get off my chest right away is, you know, we want to talk about, like, fantasy football etiquette. All right. And these are kind of the unwritten rules or some of the unwritten rules. I feel like, you know, we should play with respect for each other, right? We should respect each person that we're playing with because 
we're not playing against robots. These are actual people. So we're going to be respectful. We're not going to cross certain lines. All right. We're not going to go into no religious stuff and talk about somebody's religion or their race. You know, going to stay away from those things. You know, fantasy football is a place where we come to relax and chill. You know, this is our little space. This is our corner. But we're not going to go into all that. All right. So even if you didn't make the playoff, so what? Doesn't mean you turn into, a, you know, a monster or whatever. You still keep it respectful. You know, lose with class. Have some dignity about yourself. And don't just drop players just because you, you drop out the playoff. In the same vein, don't pick up players if you didn't make the playoff. All right? If you were eliminated from playoff contention, look, <laughs> it's a wrap. Just give it up, okay? Step away from the laptop or the smartphone. Put the mouse down. Put the phone down. You're done. <laughs> All right? We know you love the game and you want to play. Look, just forget it. You're in the consolation bracket. Whatever you have on your team, just set a good lineup with what you have and finish respectable. Don't try to, you know, claim in hot players to win, you know, last place or whatever. You can't win. You didn't make the playoffs, so it's over. All right? So just want to get it off my chest because I see some of my leagues where guys were eliminated they're still putting in claims and trying to add players. I'm like, why? <laughs> why are you doing that? It's over. Just give it a break. You know, just let it go. All right. Just have some dignity about yourself. All right. I just wanted to get that out of the way. <laughs> it was something that was burning. I wanted to say it because some people that, you know, they're playing and they love the game. But you have to understand, like, when it's over, it's over. All right. And if you finish outside the playoff, it is over. All right. So, rant over right so this episode i'm gonna be going over my updates injuries as i always do and i will also be going over um two matchups in particular i'll be looking at two matchups that stand out to me all right all right so let's jump right into the news and injuries update now this week week 15 the order of the day, <laughs> the, the dominating team theme, not team, theme, is COVID, all right? COVID is just running rampant, not only through the world, but apparently through the NFL, all right? Uh, we had the Rams last week that had, you know, some cases, and this week, so far, it's... Um, Washington football team that has at least seven or eight players so far as of this recording and the Cleveland Browns All right, so the NFL their rules do not allow you know for a canceling of a game I guess you can only forfeit a game But I know in soccer if you have too many COVID cases the game can be postponed Which would be good for the NFL, but that's not what they agreed on They agreed if you don't have enough players you forfeit the game so that's what's going on you know obj's has uh covid baker mayfield it was keenan allen last week i mean it seems like whenever i pick up my phone i'm just like okay so who's the next covid victim you know so it, it's it's kind of crazy man um 
And the NFL has a really high vaccination rate as to what they have said. Now, we can't prove it, but, you know, take the word for it. They're saying, like, most of the players, over 93%, or I think it was 95 point something went up from 93 to 95% of players are vaccinated. So that's concerning that there are so many cases with such a high vaccination rate. And the NFL and the NFLPA, they're in discussion about um, some additional protocols which could involve booster shots for the players. And currently, staff, NFL staff and personnel, they have to get the booster shot by December 27th. So obviously, the league has to do something. You know, COVID is running rampant, but I mean, the games have to go on. So they have to do something different to try to, you know, lower this, this outbreak and lower the number of cases that's rising through the NFL. So I think there's going to be some new mandate about boosters probably, or at least, you know, less fans at the game. I mean, something, they have to do something because you can't just ignore the fact that there are so many cases. And for us fantasy players, it comes at a terrible time, like the worst possible time, which is playoff time. So we're definitely going to have to keep an eye on that. <clears throat> and what I would say about these players, um, going into the week just keep your eyes you know and ears glued to news streams whether it be twitter nfl network espn cbs yahoo wherever you get your news stay in tune with the news all the way up until game time because i believe on last last week for the rams tyler higby was ruled out just before kickoff it turned out to be a false positive but he did not play so in this COVID time right you can't just set your lineup and go to a Christmas party or you don't set your lineup and go I don't know to a skiing trip or whatever that's not gonna be possible this year you have to set your lineup and still be on standby be ready at a moment's notice like up to like I would say the last 10 minutes before game time Check your roster, make sure that every player that's playing doesn't have COVID and that they're active. Now, the platforms that I play on, most of my leagues are on Yahoo and I have a couple on ESPN and they are pretty good about updating the player status for COVID. So at least check the app to make sure that the players, they do not have a COVID beside them. And that they're good to go. They're projected for at least to score some points. But that's all we can do. Nobody has any, you know, we don't have any control over who's going to get COVID or not. All we can do is make sure that if our player has COVID, he's not in the lineup. Because that's going to be a big fat zero. And that won't help. All right. So as far as this week, um, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, they're on the Browns. They're in the midst of an outbreak. So... We don't know what's going to happen with them, if they're going to play, if they have COVID. But like I said, stay close to your phone, <clears throat> all right, and just hope for the best, all right? COVID is, is the dominant theme for the last two years, and now it's really starting to rear its head again. So fingers crossed that we can still find our way to the first place prize at the end of the season, all right? So that's it for COVID. If I didn't mention a player that has COVID, trust me, 
the list is it's too long <laughs> all right it's so many players all right just just try to stay informed and up to the minute all right so none covid related news all right lamar jackson superstar quarterback for the ravens he sprained his ankle last week and they're calling him questionable but i think he's more doubtful than questionable so i'm i'm about 90 percent that he's not gonna play all right it's probably not gonna play um i would just plan for him not to play don't even try to hold out hope that he's gonna play because even if he does play i mean his main upside is gonna be limited which is his rushing yards so while it's early in the week find a good alternative if you don't already have one and plan for that backup to start because i really can't see um lamar playing this week and who do they play i forgot let me see ravens all right let's see who they play mm. all right what the why am I pulling a black okay alright so they play the Packers alright they play the Packers and they play them at their place Green Bay is favored by five points so pretty much Vegas is thinking it's gonna be a blowout and I have to agree alright I can't see how the Ravens try to stand up to, to Aaron Rodgers and his passing attack especially if Lamar does not play I mean yes he doesn't play defense but still missing Lamar would be a huge huge deal um, for them not winning the Ravens have one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL they've actually given up the most uh, plays over 20 yards on defense and the most plays over 40 yards on defense as well so they love to give up the big play and when you have Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams coming in to your into your place that's a that's a bad combination bad combination so um yeah I don't think Lamar is gonna play and if he doesn't play this is gonna be a blowout no doubt in my mind um and as far as the Ravens pass catchers I would be really nervous about playing Hollywood Brown. I mean, not nervous. I don't want to play him. I'm not playing him. All right. He, he's going to have to be on the bench if Lamar doesn't play. Because Hunley, I mean, he's a good backup or whatever, but I'm not with that. The only player from the Ravens I would possibly play is um, Andrews. And that's because, you know, the position is so top-heavy. All right. So he can still give you a little something on the back end but outside of mark andrews if lamar is out i don't want anybody else all right um so moving on to deandre hopkins he got hurt on the monday night game currently today's wednesday as i'm recording he's getting an mri today and they're saying he's looking for a second opinion so it sounds like it's serious i mean he just came back from injury so this is not good news and as we said at the beginning we're in a fantasy playoffs right now so whether he's active or not don't play deandre hopkins i mean if he is active he's probably gonna be out there as a decoy 
or maybe he plays like limited snaps. Either way, it's not good. And their opponent this week should have a big impact on whether he plays or not. All right, they're playing the Detroit Lions, which, as we all know, they're trash. My apologies, but it's, it's it's facts. It's what it is. They're not good. So, obviously, the Cardinals they can beat the Detroit Lions without DeAndre Hopkins. So, I have D Hop in one league. Um, I'm not gonna play him. He's gonna be on my bench. And if you have him, I would not recommend you to play him either. As a fill-in, you can just go straight to one of his teammates. AJ Green, Randall Moore, Christian Kirk. Either one of those guys, I would rather play them over D-Hop this week. I mean, once again, it's the Lions. And also, James Conner, he's hurt. He's also getting an MRI. He's banged up, so he probably won't play either. And Chase Edmonds, the other running back, he's still on IR. And even if he does come back, I mean, how healthy is he going to be in his first game back? So, I would assume that they would lean on the passing game more. So, with the two running backs out, D-Hop out, it's the next man up, which is Christian Kirk, AJ Green, and Rondell Moore. So, I would confidently play any one of those Arizona receivers over D-Hop because, you know, at this time of year in the playoffs, I'm not looking at names right now, all right? Well, sometimes I do, but in this case, I'm, I am more interested in your health. If you don't have COVID and you don't have any kind of big injury, then, <laughs> you know, I have to go with a healthy player, and I mean healthy in every single way. So stay away from D-Hop, all right? Other news, Josh Allen. Mr. Allen, you know, he's a big boy, man, but I guess... Not big enough to have a foot sprain. Um, they say he's day to day. I saw somewhere on Twitter where somebody somebody claimed to to um, they glimpsed him at a what was it a play or a concert something. They said they saw him and he had no walking boot and he wasn't limping. I don't know if they were joking or not. I mean, it could be a joke. I don't know. But either way, um, he's day to day. I do not think it's serious, so I think he will play. But as always, with these kind of, you know, sprains and little small injuries, you want to keep an eye or ear close by on game day just to make sure he's playing, all right? But if he's active on Sunday, he's an automatic start. I don't care if he has half a leg, he's, he's, he's jumping around in a, in, a, in a crutch. As long as he's active, he's going to play, all right? Because the upside with his arm is so huge but he's not just a running quarterback he has a really big arm great receiver so even if he's not able to move around like he normally would you know the upside to the air is there all right so like i said just keep an eye on the the, the report right up to game time all right also one of my favorite players deandre swift he's missed the last two weeks as of wednesday He's still not practicing, and the beat reporters are saying that he probably won't play this week. Um, there was also some speculation on Twitter last week that he might be shut down for the season. I mean, he's still he's still active on the roster. He's at an IR, so there is still a possibility that he comes back week 16 or week 17. Fingers crossed. But if you have DeAndre Swift, I know he's projected for points this week on Yahoo already, but 
I'm not playing him. He's on my bench, and he's going to stay there regardless. All right? Darren Waller, he's still out. Man, that's a big, big disappointment, man. He's one of the top tight ends in the NFL, one of the top three when healthy. And, you know, it just hasn't been the same. Um, I think he's missed, like, what is it, like, He's been out since week 11, so that's four games he's missed. Or right, this will be his fourth game that he's missed. So, big loss. Um, like I said, he's not practicing as of today. So, forget about him for right now. And I would go as far as to say you could even consider dropping him. All right? He's missed the last month, right? And then next week, if he returns, maybe... Maybe if he does return, he has a really bad ankle, and then you're gonna say, like, do you wanna risk him leaving the game early on a re-aggravation, right? And then if he comes back the following week in week 17, which is championship week, do you wanna plug in a maybe? <clears throat> you know what I mean? I wouldn't, like I said, give me a healthy player over a majorly injured superstar any day. All right, so it's, it's unfortunate, but I'm sure he'll be back next year, you know, vying for the top spot of elite tight ends. But this year seems to be seems to be in the back. I mean, time to move on. If you need a space, try to pick up somebody else. Noah Fant, if he's still available. I mean, I'm not sure what each league, you know, has available for tight ends, but get get a healthy tight end okay that's what i would say just get one that's healthy because darren waller great player but i don't think it's gonna be working for him this year um last bit of update actually not the last one i have two more um jalen hurts he's played in reps in practice with gardner Minshew. all right so that's a report coming out of the out of the eagles camp he's Splitting first team reps with Minshew. So to me, that could be a little bit of a gamesmanship from the head coach trying to throw off the oppo the opponent, trying to keep them guessing as to who's gonna start. Right now it's probably 50-50 in my mind. Cause the, the quote from the coach was that uh he's trending upward, you know, kind of vague, <laughs> kind of vague little description. He's trending upward. I mean that's good, I guess, right? At least he's not trending downward. <laughs> so whatever that means, we don't know. We're going to have to wait until Sunday or maybe Friday to see where he is, get a further update. But as always, like with all the other players I've mentioned so far, um, except Waller, um, just keep an eye on the injury report leading right up to game time. You know, if you need to set an alarm on your phone, like for 15 minutes before game time, do that. That way you don't get caught up in doing some, you know, family function or whatever it is that you do on Sundays. Try to remember this week is playoff week. It's more important than previous weeks. You need to be by your phone or by your laptop 10 to 15 minutes before kickoff to make any last any changes. It is too important. All right. We play for three months, we've been grinding, working, and you don't want to blow it now because you were too busy doing something else, all right? So if Jalen Hurts is active, I'm playing him, no problem. But 
he has to be active all right and now the last bit of news is michael carter running back from the jets uh they opened up his practice window yesterday so he's eligible to come off ir anytime now but he's has not been activated and i haven't really heard much yet but i want to mention it because if he is activated i mean he would return to i guess <laughs> a lead role in a jets offense that's not very good especially without elijah moore but still he's a running back you know and um in this climate with covid and all the injuries that's a valuable asset so i know he was dropped in a lot of leagues when he went on ir but if he's available i would go pick him up just in case he comes back and i mean i would do it like right now when you're listening to this you check your league right now if he's available add him and hopefully he's still there and if not oh well but he could be somebody because um elijah moore he also could return in week 17 according to the coach and he may have been dropped in a few leagues i dropped him as well in one of my leagues but those two players elijah moore and michael carter they could be i mean it's it's a little bit hopeful i'm not gonna lie it's, it's a little hopeful but hey keep hope alive michael carter elijah moore add them just in case all right so that will wrap up the news and update section for this episode all right now i want to jump into my game of the week usually i will do one but this week there are two so you get a little bit of extra this week all right the first matchup i want to talk about is the thursday night game which is chiefs at chargers chiefs are favored by three on the road all right this is a divisional game so you know these can be a little bit tricky both of the teams are playing well and both of them won their last game all right now one of my guys my brother Tyreek Hill he has been I, I mean to me he feels like a little bit of a disappointment but when I looked at the stats he's still top 10 so he's still a wide receiver one but I think he had some really big games that kind of put him up there but then he has too many games in my opinion that were let down games all right and for the chargers their greatest strength on defense is their pass defense so usually teams will attack them on the ground all right so clyde edwards hilaire, clyde edwards hilaire and uh darrell williams they're they should probably have a really good game this week but i mean i'm worried about tyreek hill in this matchup i mean like if you don't know i have him on five teams five out of seven teams so i'm heavily invested i'm definitely nervous but this is a playoff so i'm not gonna get cute i'm not gonna get fancy i'm playing him all right he did get hurt the last game and he left the game towards the end of the game so but i haven't heard anything about him being injured so i'm assuming he's gonna play and if he's active we're playing him but i'm worried <laughs> all right because he hasn't given me that big boom game in a while it's been a, at least a month so hopefully i know it's a tough opponent but hopefully this week is the week because i need it and you need it if you haven't all right on the charger side keenan allen he missed last week with covid but he's already back off the COVID list 
he that should help them a lot. Mike Williams, he was limited in practice on Tuesday, but I mean, he's fine. They just um managing his um, practice reps, and the same goes for Austin Eckler. So the Chargers, well, both teams seem to be fairly healthy and at full strength. All right, but I'm gonna take the Chargers in this game. Justin Herbert had his big, you know, breakout game last year as a rookie against the Chiefs, and I think he goes off here again. Even though the Chiefs' defense, they have been on fire over the last month or so, racking up some serious fantasy points. They've been they've been great, but I think the Chargers are due, man. They're at home, they got their players back, and the Chiefs have been kind of they they have been hot, but I don't feel like they have been really tested yet against a high-powered offense. All right, so I'm taking the Chargers 27-20, all right? As Arnold would say, go Chargers, go. <laughs> all right? That's my Arnold impersonation. But, yeah, I think Chargers will win this game, all right? Now, my second game of the week, if you want to call it that, is the Patriots at the Colts, all right? So the Colts are at home, and they're favored by two and a half. Not a lot of points there. Two and a half, all right? Both teams were on a bye in week 14, and both of them have no major injury or COVID concerns. So, in that regard, that's good, all right? But for me, I think um, the Patriots, they have the edge as far as, you know, coach-wise. Obviously, Bill Belichick is arguably the greatest coach of this generation, all right? Nobody can dispute that. Well, you can, but you'd be a fool, all right? So, they have won seven in a row. They have a great defense, uh, Matthew Judon, Jackson, a cornerback. I mean, Jamie Collins, so many great players, role players. They're just a solid team all around. Matt Jones, he's overachieving every week. And their other big strength is their stable. of running backs Ramondre Stevens Damian Harris Brandon Bolin I mean that's a really solid trio of running backs and they are very efficient with their carries I mean you don't know who's gonna get the ball next so that's another strength for them um, but obviously like I said Jonathan Taylor everybody knows who he is he's a monster he's a big bad wolf on the other side and I think the Patriots will try to stop them, but they will fail. They will fail because only the Bucks have really been able to kind of slow him down. And he still had a good day against us. So I'm going to take the Colts 24-20. All right. Vegas has a two and a half favorite. I'll say they'll cover the two and a half and win by four points in a close one. Jonathan Taylor goes for over 100 and scores two touchdowns. So if you have Jonathan Taylor, well, congratulations. I mean, he's been a stud all year, and I don't think he's going to have an off game here, even though the matchup is not great. All right, so I have the Colts winning this one. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. I just want to wish everybody a good luck in your matchup. Hopefully you can win and move on to the semifinals. Um, stay healthy, you know social distance wear your mask uh, hopefully you guys do not get sick all right and um yeah you can find me on twitter 
at fantasy brother like i said it's one word fantasy b-r-e-d-d-a thanks for listening thanks for tuning in until the next time one